0: Clutch on third down. Again, in these playoffs, his
1: first two seasons in the playoffs, Brock Purdy's had three fourth quarter comebacks, folks. How about the one where he evades the sack, spins out, and then throws to Juice Check, who makes the catch, the toe tap catch on the sideline? I don't know. Just the guy. The guy How about this? Just, he was Mo- wizardry.
0: Most playoff wins for an NFL quarterback in the first two seasons of his career, Ben Roethlisberger, number one with the Pittsburgh Steelers. How many? Five. Okay. Brock Purdy tied with Mark Sanchez and Russell Wilson for second with four. Four playoff wins in his first two seasons. If he wins the Super Bowl, (laughs) he'll be tied with Big Ben for the most playoff wins in the first two seasons of his career in NFL history. You
1: know, the the quarterback and the coach, uh, that was going to be the conversation all offseason. We're going to talk Steve Wilks. We're going to crush him, and we're going to crush the defense. Steve Wilks is going to be fired. At nine a.m. Yeah, nine a.m. People wanted him fired at halftime. What are you listen. talking about? Like they wanted they wanted to hire Belichick at halftime <laughs> to be DC. Oh my! But gosh. I'm telling you, Nick Bosa played like a, a man possessed Nick in that Bosa second stepped half. Up. He stepped up. I, I have to give him a lot of credit. He almost killed Jared Goff on a number of occasions, well, and Jared Goff, conversely, was amazing in the first half, and he had some throws in the third quarter, well, but in that fourth quarter. I thought that the pressure got to him. Well,
0: I also thought Bosa had some big plays in that second quarter to get some sacks on uh, Jared Goff to kind of shake him up a little bit and keep the Niners in that football game. Let's take one more call before the break. One more call before the break. Let's go to Uncle
2: Gene in Oakland. Uncle Gene, what's happening? (laughs) Morning, fellas. You know, it's times like this or like yesterday when I'm I'm just so happy I've got a strong heart, man. (laughs) Um, You know, I've never... I've never believed in the whole uh, team of destiny concept. You know, I mean, yeah, you know, I believe we, you know, we're, we're given opportunities in life, and you either take them or you don't. But I never believed things were, you know, predetermined until uh, until yesterday. I mean, this—if this team isn't a team of destiny, I don't know what it is. I mean, I totally that that throw to Johan Jennings should never have been made and should never have been caught. You know, the uh, IU catch. Should never have been probably thrown or, or caught. Um, I mean, everything—it's just falling into place. I don't know. How we, we're going to beat Mahomes. We'll worry about that we'll later. Talk but that later. For now, I'm just uh, <laughs> you should be happy. I'm amazed. I I text. Yeah, I, I mean, I texted the boys, you know, the grandkids at halftime, and I said, "Sorry, fellas, no Super Bowl this year." You gave and up didn't like respond, me. You know? Yeah, I'm sorry. You know? Loved and I, it. And I said. I'm going to gut it out in this third period and see what happens. Then it looked like they switched jerseys at halftime because I've I've never seen. You said you've never seen a game like this. I mean, you know, I've been following this game. Since the early '60s, and I've, uh, I've I cannot remember a game where my team did something like this. Yeah, that was that, that was wild. That third that quarter was is
1: going to go down as yeah. one of the great third quarters in, in Forty Nine history. history. No
0: doubt about it. I, the, I can't believe. By the it. by the way, Fred Warner now has the most tackles in franchise history with 84. Had 13. Oh my god! And, in in he playoffs? missed about five in the, in, the playoffs. In, in the playoffs. Wow. Here's the most ever. Most ever. Wow. In playoff history. Hey,
1: I, I, I know franchise most history. won't be here. I'm ready to say Bowman and Willis equals green lawn. Warner. Yeah,
0: they get that they, Super Bowl, they, they, they kind of the pull same. Them above them. All right, what's yep. coming up in the game brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. More of your phone calls, Santana, Miguel, Trey, Alex, Deli Boy, I see ya. we get to everybody here on a Monster Monday. The Niner's go to the bowl, baby.
1: Now, back to the morning roast with Bonte and Shasky.
3: To this game here for Detroit Lions defense and Aaron Glenn needs an answer. Third down. Four-man rush. Purdy in some trouble. Escapes. Looking for the first down. He's got it in there. Brock Purdy with the legs inside the
0: 30. Key scramble. Greg Olsen calling it right there. Key third down. Purdy magic. Purdy magic. It is real. Brock Purdy goes 20 of 31. 261, 267 yards, excuse me, Uh, the long of 51. Of course, to Brendan Ayuk, he had the one interception in the first half, which was, you know, give Aiden Henderson credit, deflected that pass. But, I mean, Brock Purdy was erratic in the first half. There is no doubt about it. You can't say it. He's had two uneven first halves. Hell, the 49ers have had two uneven first halves. Think about what they've done in these playoffs. In both games of the playoffs, in the first half, they scored a grand total of 14 points. Now you can't go in the, you can't play Kansas City and you know you end up at the half with seven points, you're gonna lose that football game. You gotta score more. You gotta you gotta get back to the Niners that are humming and starting fast. But score seven in back to back first halves. Well, in the second half yesterday you scored twenty seven. <laughs> in the second half last week you scored seventeen. So you scored forty four second half points. So all the narrative is about Shanahan not only being able to come back. Purdy not being able to lead a team with a comeback. Oh, what are you gonna do when you play from behind? Show us that you you know, all that front runner talk that we heard in the off that we heard in the regular season, that's dead. That's dead. This team has proven over the last two weeks they ain't no front runners. <laughs> They're cut from a different cloth. And they have what it takes to win a damn football game with their backs together. They just stole two football games, they had no business winning. And I'm okay with that because you know what it is, Shasky. It's survive in advance at this time of the season. 100%. The Kansas City Chiefs didn't score a single point. This yesterday. They survived their ass off. But you know what? They're in Kansas City partying right now knowing that they're going to Las Vegas. Survive in advance. And that's what the Niners continue to do here in 2023. and 2024, of course.
1: It does not matter what it looks like. It just doesn't. It, it doesn't matter at all. I mean, you've referenced this over and over. How many Patriot wins were ugly as hell? <laughs> Always. You think they you right. think they care looking not back on their twenty five year run? They're not apologizing. And not at all. Uh so yeah, it would have just a great day to be a forty nine er fan. And I was just thinking about this, like, big picture. Like the Bay has been kinda like pooped on in terms of just the way the nation has looked at us. It's the Bay Area against the world. It feels it like is. that. Think about how much people hate the Warriors.
0: They don't care about the Giants, the Niners. Oh, they they disrespect their quarterbacks. They disrespect their head coach. They disrespect Debo Samuel. They called him a running back. Brandon Ayuk, nobody talks about him. He's up there in the upper echelon. And he tweeted like, huh, 30th. 30th in terms of targets. And I'm still a top 10, top 15 wide receiver. A wide receiver number one. Nick Bosa, Fred Warner. Fred Warner should be getting DPOI votes. Yeah, I know.
1: Nobody talks about it, though. Fred Warner, I mean, he's just, he's just, an absolute gladiator. I love watching that guy play. They got real lucky, though, P, that it took them three and a half quarters to realize Ambry Thomas is on the field. Oh, Detroit. Yeah, oh, I can't believe God. it. Well,
0: no. They threw that at Ambry Thomas on so fourth and two. Yes. Reynolds just dropped he it. Just dropped he just He just flat out dropped and it, and it, Ambre- it flipped the football game. Ambry celebrated like he was the one who broke yeah. it up. well, I thought he did, right? And then I go back home and watch it. And he had nothing to do with it. Because that was coming into our end zone. Yes, yes, And I thought, okay, Ambry Thomas made a big play. Wow, Ambry Thomas makes a big play. I'll go back home and watch it. And that's why we could disagree on the on the decision to go for it on fourth and two for Dan Campbell. But I, after watching that goes, not only did he make the right decision, he called the right play. He called the right play. Well, clearly ben not. Johnson. not. Well, Reynolds <laughs> just flat out dropped it. And Ambry Thomas, now some people are going, when he got hurt, Ambry Thomas got hurt on the flea flicker, by the way. I thought Jamison Williams was going to come down with that. I don't know if that was a drop or not. He had him. He
1: had him. I thought Goff missed a couple over-the-top throws. The Reynolds throw on, yeah, the, on the flea flicker? Yeah, I thought he missed flicker. a couple. Or not the flea flicker. What was that? The throw, The quarterback throwback. Yes, the quarterback throwback.
0: He missed him. It was a duck. Quack, 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 quack. Craig Olsen was talking about on the broadcast. I was like, I don't know what happened here. Maybe the ball what? just slipped out of him. Maybe he didn't get the laces or whatnot. But he had him over the top. I thought when every time this guy hurt Shafky, I go, who the hell are going to play? He's no Isaiah Oliver, they brought in Loki Ryan instead. <laughs> we didn't see 26, we saw
1: 33. Uh, you know, today's not the day. <laughs> Boy, the amount of money we're investing in the D tackle situation, and then you look at the back end of this defense and the safety play, it's a shock that they're in the Super Bowl because <sighs> this defense is nowhere near. And everyone wanted to blame Steve Wilkes <laughs> personnel wise, right? You're not as good as you were last year, right? Like, you, you're missing Al Shire. I'm sorry, he's better than Oren Burks. So much better. Right, it's like it's not even a comparison. You're missing Ufanga. Well, is he not better than whatever Jair Brown and and uh I mean, Logan Ryan is right Ufanga now. Ufanga
0: did last year was to make first team all pro. And,
1: huh. and he misplays. He misses but, plays, but, but he but makes up for it. We miss him. Yeah, I totally we agree. We miss him. As a cleanup player, as a as a fast player, uh, a third playmaker in that uh in that secondary. Right. Yeah, they miss him a lot. And then that third cornerback spot is To say it's a nightmare is an understatement.
0: Yep. No, it is. I mean, you know, I I will say this stuff. Going back to that fourth and two, the play before that on third down, I got to say, Javak Hillov made a hell of a play. Mook Dog? Mook Dog. That should have been a first down. There was a lane there. Mook Dog holds up the left guard, holds him up, sheds the blocker, and makes a play there. And I go, Look at Mook Talk. And then it settled to fourth and two. Just the one play so I saw. I had to give a, I was like, let me just bring this up. Let me try to remember his play. Mook Talk actually
1: made a play there. So I'm going to give him credit. I'm going to give him his I, credit. I, I thought Javon Hargrave played really hard in the game overall, but we just weren't seeing a whole lot of push up the middle. And with those backup players in there, I was expecting more. And we had right. nothing. We Early had nothing. on, we had
0: nothing. Nothing. I mean, they were, again. At that point of the fourth or two, the Lions ravaging seven yards a carry, a carry. That's that's just that's not going to get it done at the next level. But the Niners survive in an advance, and they get it done in the second half. The defense of Steve Hooks, If we're going to crush them at halftime, you want to fire them. Can we send some apology letters to Steve Hooks and that defense for their second half performance? Sure, Detroit got a lot of yards. Sure, Detroit was driving but you didn't give up any points until the last minute of the second half. I mean, give them their credit. Give Steve Wilkes his flowers. We always want to crush it when the Niners lose. That The offense was just as
1: bad in the first half. They were just as awful. No, all phases were getting dominated. We missed a field goal, too. Like, all phases were, were getting dominated, Bonte. Like, there's no other. Anyone who wasn't screaming at their television or screaming from their seats is fooling themselves. No That's doubt. how you fan. You go crazy. Your team looked unprepared, and it looked like they were going to get steamrolled. Yep.
0: Then no the doubt.
4: second half happened.
0: No doubt. Let's go to Delhi Boy. Delhi Boy, real quick. Delhi Boy, what is happening? Good to see you yesterday, brother.
4: Oh, my gosh, guys. I, I, I'm floating. And when I got home last night, I couldn't even sleep. I had to watch that third quarter one more time. I had to slow down. I had to listen to the crowd. Let me just say that that was an amazing experience. Now, the first half, we played like dog crap. And I don't think we could play any worse on all aspects, offense and defense. Second half, we couldn't play any better. I I just don't understand what happened. Uh, You could talk about Dan Campbell all week, but why why can't we just give the defense the flowers of making the stops when they have to? Maybe he dropped the pass, but you know what? They put the pressure on. Okay. I don't know if they saw the hit coming from the side. Maybe he had a little, you know, little stutter step or something. I don't know. Why can't we give our defenses uh, uh, their flowers and say they made the stops, the biggest stops of the year when we needed them Mm to? It was a huge momentum shift. I say the crowd was on their hands, sitting on their hands the first half. And my boy. I'm going to shout out my boy Aiden. He texted me at halftime and said, the comeback starts now. The comeback is going to start now. This is going to be a great game. And all of a sudden, to make that amazing catch, the ladybug catch. I don't know how we're ever going to describe it, but <laughs> all of a sudden, the momentum changed. The crowd started getting a little louder, and then they got the fumble. And all of a sudden, it was just the crowd wouldn't sit down for the rest of the game. It was insane and I, I think they just couldn't stop it I think the Niners they got the momentum this Niners defense you can't give them any momentum and you did and it was just it, okay let's talk about Brock Okay. He may not have made all the right throws. And yeah, Debo and CMC, they ran the thing, but when we needed him to make a play, he used his legs yep. and he got the first down when we needed them. And you know what? That's the make of a great quarterback. It's not about just athletic skills. It's about making the plays when you need to make them. And he did. And I'm telling you guys that. I'm still floating right now. Hey, I lost my voice,
1: Pat. Yeah. So what did we do at the beginning of the of the third quarter when you came back from uh, the restroom to the seats? What what did we oh, do? Do you I, ever
4: do this? <laughs> tell tell them what we did. My my bro- my, my brothers. My brothers. We, we sit down. I sit down on my seats. My brother says we got to switch seats. We got to switch. Seats. Huh. Something going on. And the two, the two guys in front of us, they hear what we did. They do the same thing and say huh. we're doing the same thing. <laughs> we got <laughs> everyone's got to <laughs> switch seats. That's it, great. It, there was hey. something going on. The it, vibes. It, 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 was, it was magic. The vibes, the dudes in front of us, there were a bunch of young
1: dudes in front right. of us. All of them were smoking the whole time in oh, the seats, yeah, and was, we were having a great time. The vibes were great. I said was, to them, your energy was amazing. Yeah. Hey, well, I got to tell oh, you. it, well, it was, Go ahead, Deli Boy.
4: Yeah, it was... Oh, no, I'm just, I'm just going to piggyback on what my brother said. It was candlestick vibes. It was. So that entire, that entire section, it felt like everyone was family. We were screaming, jumping up and down, acting a fool. It was the most amazing experience. I, don't, I, can't, I can't describe it, guys. I, I can't believe we're, we made it here. And, yeah, was it an ugly win? Was it an ugly way to get here? Sure. But am I going to look back and think about that? Like, no. oh, well, we shouldn't do it. No, I'm going to think back and say, we won this game. And you know what? You play 60 minutes. You don't play fifty-eight. You don't play fifty-seven. You don't play a first half. You play sixty minutes of football, and that's what the Niners did. I love it. And as much as they sucked, as much as they sucked
2: in the,
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. Everybody is. We gotta throw, hey, throw your brother at
1: Alcatraz. Hey, brother,
0: we gotta throw your
1: brother.
0: I probably By shouldn't way. say this out loud.
3: <laughs>
1: everybody was enjoying themselves on serious? the way, on the way there, and on the way home as I was driving. Right. And my boy DC got chicken parm sandwiches for everybody. We ate the chicken parm sandwiches in the first half, like half of our sandwich. Right. So on the ride back, they were, you know, three yeah. sheets to the wind. Yeah, Enjoying chicken parm on the way back. Yeah, Windows oh, rolled down. Hot breath everywhere. Oh, just the sweat and the beer and the screaming and I, the yelling.
0: I bet. I bet. Listen, and you bet. and me
1: are on speakerphone right. reliving I, the game, and they're like, right. dude, it's like we're watching the roast right I,
0: now. I mean, like, look, man. <laughs> In the suites behind me, in my seats, 227. There's Freight Gore in one seat. Oh, yeah? There's Hunter Pitts in the other seat. Wow. I got to say, Hunter Pitts' energy on that fourth and two, he got into it. And he had that section lit last night. Lit. And then Freight Gore's got the ice behind me. And he's standing up the whole time with a glass of wine. And he's sitting there jacked up. And then there's Shanahan in another suite. I always look over to my right. Uh There's Mike Shanahan in the corner by the wall. And he's just sitting there. Nobody really bothers him. And I'm always looking to see if he's on the phone, uh-huh. if he has a headset or something. It's like, does he have a direct line to Kyle? The bat signal. The bat signal. And he's sitting over there. I'm thinking, what is Mike thinking right now? What is Mike Shanahan thinking? Is he going down to the locker room at halftime? I have no idea. But the circus catch. We're bringing it out. I got to hear it, Shasky. Here's
2: a lot of time. Steps in the way. deep. Going for Brandon
5: You can see There is no foul in the play.
2: The catch is made.
0: And in here's Shedahan on the Yayuke circus catch. Brock
1: makes the right read, but then he launches it, and BA just did a hell of a job going up for it. So it wasn't gonna be a pick, and then he came down with the catch, which was huge. I was never able to see whether he was down or not. They said he was, so it's great we punched it in later. We thought if we could get it going and make it a game on both sides, it would be a matter of time before we could score some points. But the way their offense was going, their defense doing a couple things to get us off the field. But once B.A. made that play, it kind of unlocked it with such an explosive and, and kind of unlocked the whole team because right after getting that turnover that I believe get forced, that was huge. And right after that, you could feel the whole momentum with our players on our sideline in the stadium kind of flip. And
0: you felt it was on after that. It was that moment, Shasky, when you made that play, As I just thought, you know what, we're not going to lose this game. They're not going to lose. That was that. It, it wasn't the 4th and 2 because the Niners would have to go down and do their thing. And in 4th and 2, I was just like, oh my God, they dodged a bullet. That could have been the game. They dodged the bullet. Reynolds drops it, and he dropped the cup, another big one later in the football game. But that play with Ayuk, when he made that play, and the crowd's just losing their minds. And you look around, and all the Lions fans are kind of sitting down thinking, oh no, here we go again. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's magic in the air. They're going to do this. They're going to do this. And the Avalanche just they score. Lions get the ball. They fumble on the
1: first play of their next possession. I, I, I couldn't Niners tied the what, football I texted game up. the group thread, I go, Goff is going to throw a pick. And they fumbled. And it's they dead. fumbled on
4: the first play. <laughs> they fumbled on I the first play. I couldn't believe it.
1: And Goff,
0: Goff, as good as he was at times just He got of late. He missed Laporta. Yep. Remember he missed Laporta on that corner Porta, route? In the first La special. Laporta's, I mean, he's, oh he's my special. gosh. He's special. He, I just like they got so many studs on that Lions team. It's not even funny. I was watching them warm up a little bit before the game. They're a big team. Pena Sewell. So I don't know if you noticed this. Niners are running out of the tunnel mm-hmm. as they're getting introduced. The defense is getting introduced <laughs> yesterday. And there's uh, Anzalone and there's the other Rodriguez. Yeah. And They're standing there, kind of looking at the Niners, like trying to intimidate them. And there's a couple other guys, and then Pena Sewell's kind of off to the side, and he's mocking the Niners. And I'm like. Damn Detroit, they want the smoke. Yeah, they do. And it came down four plays later. Four plays a minute, 42 into the football game. And it was like, oh yeah, they're here. They want the smoke. They're ready to roll. Pin Sewell for the Detroit Lions. I know we're gonna we're gonna get back to the calls in a second. He has a chance to be one of the meanest, nastiest, right tackles we've ever seen in pro football history. That dude pulls. He gets out on the edge. I don't know how many guys he laid out on their back. He wants all the smoke. Payday Sewell, I get why they drafted him in that first round in the top five. He's an all-time right tackle, Shasky. He's going to be a Hall of Famer, dude. That dude is so damn impressive. I love I love his game. They got a lot of studs on that line, sideline.
1: All right, I'm not going to lie to you. As you were going on that ramble there, which was brilliant. Ramble? I, I I am so exhausted. It finally hit me. I'm now where you were like an hour and a half ago. Oh, I'm, I I'm, I'm locked and loaded. can't believe the emotions of that game. Like, <laughs> I'm I am exhausted. I'm locked and loaded. Nah, you don't need to be exhausted. I you need the pick fans it to you call, call in today it up. and uplift me. Hey, go get some, I some <sighs>
0: coffee. Go, go get a break. Oh, i just. I just got my second win. I just got my second win, Pip. I prayed I during didn't the hear break. The
1: longer, the longer I version. I
0: prayed during the break. Give it to me. I prayed. Now. Now, I know a lot of people are going to oh, think. I love that. I sent that photo. I, I know. It's sweet. Oh, man, that's stage, man. He did it for the clicks and whatever. And it just has her phone out. And she, like, watches. Sometimes she just watches me during the game. And she's like, you're a legit psychopath. Well, like you are. In, in the second quarter, this lady was standing up. She was standing up so I didn't want to kick her chair. But the Niners gave up, like, a third. They gave up the third and 18 to Amara St. Brown. I kicked the hell out of the chair. I was ready to throw a chair. I was ready to walk out the stadium. I was in a very, very dark place at halftime. Like you have no idea. Maybe I'm having I having a meltdown. Oh yeah, I was not. No, I wasn't no meltdown. It was something inside of me. It was just thinking, why did I fall in love with sports? And I just closed my eyes. I put my head down, and then I finally just crossed my hands. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna pray. I don't. I don't know. Maybe this works. Maybe it doesn't. I have
1: no idea. Well, Father Mike at St. Brennan's would love to have you come and he'll dip a little, you know, holy water on the top of your forehead and
0: you could be blessed. <laughs> By the way, that thread, did you see how many people started sending their photos and they'll pray in the it. first
1: half? I, I love, not believe it. it. That's why I, was,
0: like, I wore the rosary beads today. <laughs> That's why I, ro- I wore <laughs> them today. I swear. I'm from it's my like, dad from I, the Vatican. You know, honestly, honestly, I was just thinking, I was like, all right, I'm not going to think about the show tomorrow. I'm not going to think about it we this lose. This guy's so capped. I, I said, no, I swear to God. At halftime, I said, I can't think about that stuff. I can't because the Belichick and the Cousins and the quarterback. <laughs> the I said, Belichick this is going to be insane. We're going to fight. We're going to yell at each other at
1: the top of our lungs. This guy choking and this guy choking. The amount of legacy <laughs> drives and legacy <laughs> moments in that game per Bonte Hill was just unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> it might have broke the sound barrier for the amount of legacy moments. There was a, a lot a of legacy moments in the game. Some were Mitz was like, yep. Mm-hmm. Started early with uh, Lamar's legacy second half. Not Lamar. looking good for his future. Well,
0: Zay Flowers. Thank you very much, Zay Flowers.
1: Zay what Flowers, was a how more one-in-a-million play? The IU catch or the punch-out at the half-inch yard line? Or, or how about Lamar getting
0: his pass batted and I, him catching it four first front's down? I couldn't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe oh, that. Oh, man. Uh, let's go to... Uh, man. Who I am so... To Exhausted after that game. I feel like I I ran a marathon. Alex in the ATL. Alex in the ATL, the night of numbers, the unofficial statistician on the morning roast. I know he's got some numbers for us here. So go ahead, Alex. Spit your fire, baby. Let's go.
3: All right, first off, gentlemen, a a moment of silence briefly for the, the dead narratives of guys like Nick Wright, Ryan Clark, who said the Niners were front runners, who said the Niners couldn't play comeback football, who said Brock Purdy was a game manager. All those narratives, they're officially dead. So shout-outs to that. But I do have a stat for you guys. So the Lions, as we all know, they had 148 rushing yards at halftime. They finished the game with 182 rushing yards. In the second half, Brock Purdy outrushed the wow. Detroit Lions by himself.
6: Wow.
3: 100%. I really thought that after that fumble, after the Niners scored to make it 24-17, to after that fumble, Dan Campbell got antsy. He went away from the run. Yep. He went away from what was working. And he allowed the Niners to come back because he put the game on the arm of Jared Goff. And the Niners started to get pressure. The, the Lions offensive line worn down. And Goff just couldn't make the throws. The drops were happening as well from some of those receivers. And look, I you know, all credit due to Steve Wilkes for making adjustments at halftime like he needed to. But Dan Campbell did partially punch that game away. You know, he, he gambled too much on fourth down. Had some bad play calling. Got Anthony. Went away from the run. But look. I'm on cloud nine right now, guys. I'm on three hours of sleep. I've watched the game twice now in the last 24 hours. And, uh, man, I can't believe it. We're going back to another Super Bowl. Viva Brock Vegas, baby.
0: Think about this, Shasky. Thanks for the call, Alex. Viva Las Vegas. When they went forward on the 4th and two, Detroit, they had 168 rushing yards at that point. 168 rushing yards at that point. They finished the game with 182, so they had 14 the rest of the way. Dan Campbell did quietly go like, away. Ben Johnson, Dan Campbell, they did get tight, as well as they coached in the first half because they were running circles around Steve Wilkes and Kyle Shanahan. Oh, it wasn't even I close. mean, Kyle Shedahead got undressed in this the first why half. They two <laughs> this is why they play two halves. This is why they play two halves. And Dan Campbell had to know they were going to get punched in the mouth. They knew the Niners were going to make a run, but for them to get that tight, Josh Riddles dropping two straight passes, Jameer Gibbs fumbling, so many things just went wrong for the Lions. And I, this Lions fan, I, I swear, man, I felt so bad for them. As much as I, as happy as I was about the Niners, I could, I didn't have an enemy to talk any trash to Lions fans. I saw the tears in their eyes, knowing that we're up twenty-four to seven at a half,
1: uh, like. I, I'm sorry. here's what I would say to Detroit Lions fans, you know and and it's a great season. It's magical. It came to an end and that sucks. We've been knocking on the door for so long. And I'm not trying to do comparative shopping on fan bases. They've been miserable for a long time. This is probably one of the greatest seasons they've had in most of their lifetimes. The Niners have done this over and over and over again. And I was getting to the point where I was like, I don't care about the regular season anymore. That's what I was thinking at halftime. Like, the regular season means nothing. From here on out the rest of my life, regular season means nothing. If we're just going to keep losing in the playoffs this way. We're the Houston Rockets of the NFL. NFL. That's what it felt like. And then they flipped the script and they won that game. I, I just, they got to yeah, cap it off with not, the
0: But no, But watching Lions fans, though, as their team is wilting and giving it, and the Niners, are, let's be real, man, you Juwan Jennings one-headed catch, the IU play, there were so many things that had to go right for the 49ers. Brock Purdy scrambling around, hitting Kyle Juszczyk over the middle. I mean, it was just so much good. And for Detroit fans to sit there and watch that in real time, I was like, damn, I feel bad for them. Yeah, well, they were down damn. 10
1: with like four minutes to go. So. But, but after having a 17-point lead. It's true. He had a 17-point lead, dog, at halftime. I know. Halftime in the NFC title game. I'm not apologizing. I'm not
0: a. apologizing sure at all. I'm just telling you, I didn't point, have though. it in me to talk trash to them because I was like, you know what? And I told them, I said, you guys got something special, building. Now, Dan Campbell said after the game, we'll play this out a little bit later, he was on point. He goes, look, we may never get this opportunity again. <laughs> I understand that. It's going to be twice as hard next season. That's why I appreciate what the Niners are doing right now. We've been to four NFC championships in the last five years. Who, who do We're, you feel the best for?
1: Because I think Trent four, Williams, seeing big Trent Williams play his entire career and not get to a Super Bowl, yeah. and then finally get to it,
0: he was extremely emotional. I mean, Trent Williams is up there. Christian McCaffrey's up there. Yeah, McCaffrey. It's um, a good call. You know, Tashaun Gibson, who's played his entire career. He's This is his first Super Bowl, I believe, right? Tashaun Gibson, his first Super Bowl. I feel good for him. I feel good for or Lenore. Shanahan? I feel good for Brock Purdy. You know, I feel good for Aaron Banks. You know, Feliciano got to start over Burford yesterday. I feel good for him. How about Colt McKiffitt? We didn't say his name yesterday. You know why? Because Aiden Hutchinson did nothing yesterday. Yeah. Well, he had a couple bats early. Early. That's about it.
1: That's about it. Kittle, Kittle. Cloud him.
0: George Kittle saying, I will be back in Super Bowl 54. You know what, Kittle? You are back in the Super well, Bowl.
1: First half, I was like, where is Kittle? Where is George Kittle? First half, where the hell is this guy? So, I I, I don't know, man. I, I feel I feel good
0: for Steve Wilkes. I feel good for this organization. And I feel good for 49er fans. Been through a lot. I remember SoFi 2021. I'm depressed. All the hugs we oh, gave. Ask your boy Rocco. How many hugs we gave to strangers. And I'll never, I'll never tell the story. I'll always tell the story. We had to pick up Charles Haley after that game. That's how bad it was. We had to walk up to Charles Haley and say, hey, Charles, we'll be back. It's okay. And he's got his head down like he just played 40
1: or 60 minutes. So I live right near Lake Merced, kind of on the back of Lakeview. Um, and Michelle said that the fireworks were going crazy. Oh, and guys. I heard the mission was off the hook. Yeah,
0: I heard. I saw some videos of the mission. I saw some videos. Was it pretty crazy? Uh, Let's take the celebrations though. We got one more.
1: <laughs> we got one more. Nah, man. We got one more. Soak this in. We got one more, but the fireworks in the Levi Stadium parking lot was going crazy. They've been to three Super Bowls in the last, what, thirteen years? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Campbell, okay, Kansas City. It's pretty crazy. Kansas City's been to four in the last five. Hey. I mean, you know, like if you if you want to win one, what better way to win one than against to, what I believe to be the to greatest be, quarterback who ever yeah, lived?
0: To be the man, you've got to beat the man. We've beat one man in Philadelphia. They're down bad. They're down bad. I haven't heard from Philly in a long time. But
1: to beat the man, you gotta beat the man. You know what? Oh, no, I, I don't I, want uh, it to be easy. I heard from Philly yesterday. Really? Yo, they were tweeting at me at halftime. Were they really? Oh yeah. Were they really? A lot of block buttons going up. Oh, really? Feeling great about Kellen Moore. Oh yeah, Kellen, like Moore, Kellen the Moore. The most
0: overrated O. C. in the last five Keeps years. He's getting
5: really good jobs for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I
0: don't know why. Miguel in San Antonio. Great Miguel. interviewer. Oh, <laughs> what's up, Miguel? What's happening?
5: Yo, what's up, Bonte? What's up, Chesky? Victory Monday. Let's pump it up. This is why I listen to the roast. I don't want to hear like last Monday when, you know, different point of view. This time I'll take the win. I don't care how it happened. Man, I'm a cook. Let me cook. It's going to be worth it. First of all, I've been a Niner fan growing up in the 80s, just watching them do incredible comebacks and incredible games. My kids now, this is their time to see this. They're used to just the Niners just going in there and smacking everyone. But these last two games, they know what a true football fan, a, a true faithful is. Sticking with your team, just watching them do what they need to do, getting it done. Hey, I'm going to roast a little bit too. You know, my brother was at the game. He had he had B Rabbit up there, about thirty yards in his box. B Rabbit was flowing. He was rapping. And then second uh, second half started. Man, his palms got sweaty.
2: His <laughs> knees his
5: knees got weak. Hey, that second half, those lions, mom spaghetti on every play when it needed, all over the field. You know what? We went from. let's talk about Brock, 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 Purdy magic. We went from Jimmy's happy feet to Purdy's magic feet. You know, when he needed to get those plays done, five scrambles, man, He 10 yards, 10 yards of rush, three third downs, you know, just, oh, he, he was doing it. It was amazing. And you know what? Everyone can see that deep. He, he saw Ayuk that deep throw. He gave us a chance. Everyone can say, oh, that was an interception, whatever. But you know what? That corner had to make a play on that ball. So yep. well, you know what? Brock and ayuk they got this thing. He knew, that's my guy. I trust you. And, and look at that arm. That throw, wow. It was just, it was sailing.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was sailing a little too far. That's what it was doing. Just like the first hey. quarter deep ball, the Ayuk on the left sideline. Ayuk had to turn into a quarterback on that play. Bro, he overthrew that so bad. <laughs> Maybe God didn't give us a chance. I'm telling the football you, football because we, we, we were because, owed <laughs> one, man. Listen, Jimmy Garoppolo. There were shades of that overthrow in the Super Bowl to Emmanuel Sanders. I know a lot of
1: people get on that. Brock Purdy's deep ball was floating around. <laughs> Can I ask a question? <laughs> was, I know when like a sports team wins, uh, these random celebrities hop on the bandwagon. Oh, I can't. I never knew, and I've listened to a lot of Eminem. I've never heard him once rap about the Detroit Lions. Wait, well, well, he's from there? No, I. I, I mean, he does got be where. his team. That's I'm aware. Not much to shirt. rap about. No, right. but, but like, right. was he at other games? He's been to a lot of games. Yes. Okay. He's there I, a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah
0: I, don't, I don't see Eminem that
1: as that type to just hop on a bed. I was wagon. just asking. You know, yeah, Because no, I The die job that he's got going. Robert Sala thinks that you should stop dyeing your beard.
3: His most famous in booth. You guys remember when he's on with Kirk Herbstreit Street and uh, Brent Musburger It was a Michigan game way back when okay. he was zoning out. That's what he's most oh, He doesn't usually right. do
1: interviews. like he, he, yeah. doesn't really be, he doesn't like to be seen from the public. I'd find him to be very odd the last 10 years or so. He's grown up. Well, I just think the fame has made him very weird. Speaking of
0: weird, the chat is pretty weird right now. Boy, I mean, we is. are
1: killing it. Can yeah, you I mean, hit the like button if you're out on YouTube yeah, right now? I mean, yeah. Like, what are I you mean, doing? I mean, Can we get this thing to like 300 likes I mean, today? I mean,
0: we know what time it is on the Monday morning. We know you gonna, you guys are going to come here, but boy, there's some weird stuff. So I said, hey, Ponte, prox your daddy. No, he's not. Prox your daddy? <laughs> I'm you're like 18. Pedro, Pedro Martinez,
1: the Yankees are my daddy right yeah. now. I'm 18 years older than him. <laughs> Let's go to give me, uh, give me just one more time. Bonte always had faith in Brock Purdy. Just give me. Bonte. I'm happy with Brock Purdy. I'll be back away. I'm, wait. I'm wait. happy with Brock Purdy. Does that not sound like a man who knows he has a franchise quarterback? Bonte, well, the more you talk, the more you make me nervous.
0: After your performance last week, Shasky, I will be hey, easy over there, keep buddy. It real though.
1: I will be easy over there if after all your performance the last week. I face. am shook. For all the people that ripped me for Thursday, do you see why I thought <laughs> that Detroit do something? No, 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 something? no. You were shook. Out of the Tuesday, Bonte Wednesday playbook, I will take all no, five angles, no, and then I'll be right no, no matter no, what no, happens. No. See,
0: Delachella trying to do that. And I let Cella cook <laughs> yesterday in the parking lot. You try to say, Bonte, you're a radio artist. You take one <laughs> side and say the other side to hedge your bet. I don't hedge my bets. I go all in on my takes. All in is all or nothing. And when I crap all out, I admit when I crap angle. out. You know what I'm saying? takes. Every angle will no. be distinct. Sector. no 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 but he's no. going all in on that there's context <laughs> and nuance to everything there's context and nuance to everything <laughs> context and nuance I to everything you, man, you guys are, you gotta open up your minds man you guys are too narrow-minded around here let's go to trey in oakland trey what's happening what's up trey
6: Hey, hey, how you guys doing this I'm oh, doing great. Hey, Trey. My favorite
1: part of last night, and I don't think many people saw it, they had a ninety nine year old World War II veteran on the screen and he goes, Bang, bang, San Francisco Niner gang. And I swear <laughs> to God I'm ready to jump out of my seats. But go, go, Trey. What up, baby?
6: Hey, hey, how you guys doing well? First of all, let me just start off saying hey. congratulations to the Niners, you guys going to the Super Bowl. Um, I want to touch on the feet there. Um, as, a, as somebody who didn't have a dog in this race, I'm seeing <laughs> how I'm doing the game. I thought Dan Campbell coached this game backwards. And I want to say this, Vontae, I want you guys to stay with me on this. Like old boy from Atlanta, I agree with some of the things that he said, who called in and he was descri- how he was describing the game. First of all, if you're going to be aggressive, I had nothing against that. When the score was 21-7, if you're going to be aggressive, when you're down to 5 I said, go for the touchdown. Now, everybody said, kick the field goal, take the points. If you're going to be aggressive, to me, that was the time to be aggressive because you're up 21 to 7. You could say, like you guys both said, the Lions were controlling the game. You could go for the kill shot right there. And I think if they score, if they score a touchdown right there, that's the kill shot. I totally agree. Now, totally agree. To okay, fast forward to the third quarter. When the score, when the Niners kick that field goal, now the Lions are up 24 to 10. Like you said, before he dropped the pass, you know he should have caught it. I was still in the mindset, well, wait a minute. Why are you going for it here? Get the field goal and match the Niners. That makes it 27-10. um 10. So you're still back up by 17. I just didn't understand his coaching method to this. Now, granted, he was a rookie coach in a championship game. So maybe going forward he will learn from this. But I felt like, and like I said, I'm not going to take nothing away from the Niners. They capitalized on it. But I thought he coached the game backwards. Let me me tell you.
1: Good call. Uh, Here's what I would say. My boy Delicella out there said it best on the car ride home as he was feeling no pain. Dan Campbell coached this game like he was in the Chico dorms playing Madden, five high noons deep, going for it at every single turn. Dog, respect the game. We've all been there. We all know. Take the points. Well, if you're going to take the points before halftime, which I agree with, I would to take those points too. Yeah, you go up three possessions. That was a smart move. Yeah, then why not go three possessions up in the third quarter? Yeah, well, at that point, though,
0: I get it. You, you, it's, a, it's a long field goal. Do you know what the conversion it's a long rate field is goal. in the NFL on fourth down? It's a 47. It, the, the, the numbers, the analytic geeks, support Dan Campbell going for it, which, you know, whatever. Wait,
1: wait, wait. wait, wait what analytics? Because a 50-yard field goal, the make percentage is better than the make percentage on a fourth down and, and three in that same scenario. Yeah, but you know what?
0: I, again, I'm going to go back to the play call and what they were doing at that point. They were getting anything that they wanted. The Niners couldn't stop a nosebleed at that point. And the ball hit Josh Reynolds right in the chest. Yeah, but you got to catch it. Exactly. That's on the player. That's not on Dan Campbell. They went for it, which they do all the time. He's gone for it more than any coach in the NFL over the last three years. That's what he does. That's what they do. Why didn't
1: you do it before halftime?
0: Because I get it before halftime, two and a half, you're like, you know what? We can't go into the locker room by giving the Niners any ounce of momentum. Let's kick the field goal here oh, to go yeah, up I, three scores at halftime. And because if you don't get it at halftime, you're up 21-7. to seven. Niners come down and score. All of a sudden, you're up one possession. You I, know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I just go I, by the three-score
1: method. Like yeah. I want to go up three scores. So, they, so. so I agree with the
0: decision at the end okay. of halftime. Right there, fourth and two. You're averaging seven yards a carry. You call a pass play. It hits Josh Reynolds right in the hand. Your playmaker's got to make a play. Straight up. Your playmaker, who's made plays all year long,
1: did not make a well, play, and he dropped the pass. But he dropped you go for it, forward, I know there's no doubt. I always look at it this way: like it, this is why, like I have a theory in baseball. Put the ball in play, make them field the ball, throw across the diamond, catch the ball at first base, right? Like make them do multiple things on a pass play on fourth and three. You got to protect. You, you got to make a good throw. You got to make a good catch. Three things have to happen. So to your point, maybe running the ball was the more prudent decision. I just think take the field goal. Take the points. It's not a chip shot field goal, though. How no, long would that field a, goal have been? It's over 70% on makes in the in yeah, the playoffs I mean, from that distance. We just saw Jake
0: Moody miss one. Well, I'm just saying,
1: it's 51. <laughs> that's it. Jake Moody's well, probably was 80%, Shasky. But, but, but I, I'm, I'm playing the percent. If you're going to go right. analytics, 51% on conversion rate for fourth down, 70% so or more from that range that, of field goals. That's a
0: 45-yard field goal. 45-yard field goal. It's not a chip shot. You know what I'm saying? And that's what they do. Hit Josh Reynolds right in the hands. Look, hit him right in the hands. Bonte, Dan Cable's gonna wear this all year. Oh, no, no doubt. His players need to own up to it, though. I agree with now the, the next fourth down decision I did not like. You're down 27-24. Try to kick the field goal, tie the football game to guarantee yourself to be now one possession if the Niners score. The first one, I'm okay with that. I, I'm like, go for the kill. It is what it is. Josh Reynolds dropped it. He dropped it. He dropped two big passes in that second half. Huge. Their players tighten up, I believe. That limit would started looming large, because they were thinking about the Super Bowl, maybe. I don't know. Uh, we could How could just you agree. not be thinking about the Super Bowl? He you had a 17-point lead to open the game. Josh um, Riddle catches that pass right in the hands. Detroit scores a touchdown. Game's over.
1: And they were saying, boy, that day, Kibble. What a genius. The most inexcusable one for me, though, the timeout at the end of the game—you have to make them get a first down. What is he doing? I don't even well, know why he's. You're going betting a on an onside kick that never happened. Yeah. Yes, with a minute left, there was plenty of time. It made no sense, oh. and they were attacking the middle of the field. Well, like, no, they just got
0: stuff right there, so it would have probably taken no, another ten it, seconds. It 30, looked like the majority you know, of their
1: plays leading down that drive. Right. Were, were trying to attack the middle. I don't. I, I don't know. I, yeah. I I didn't like anything I saw. Well, maybe the, line the
0: Niners' view. defense is just giving up that middle stuff that's because problem. you guard the sideline. You guard the sidelines, and that's situation you want to make sure that they continue to run clock you'll give up yards over the middle of the field know that they got to be in the scramble drill but you don't want to give them anything on the sidelines where it can stop the clock and you make it easier on them all right let's get to Jalen in the bay Jalen in the bay then we'll go down to medico medico before the break Jalen, what's happening
5: What's up, man? It's Jalen Fly
6: Guy in the Bay here right now, and I would just want to say, go 49ers, man! I'm excited about the win. It looked like, you know, a lot of people was being discouraged, but you know, you got to think about what Brady did doing like the last minute of the game. He always come out and win. So Purdy win put his. Beat cleats to the ground and did what he's supposed to do. And will we be KC? I'm not. I'm not scared of KC because this is us getting our revenge back, and I'm excited about this one. I told my little bro, once the Niners win, I'm taking you to the parade, and you can wear a Grapelo jersey for talking
1: all that mess all year long. Hey, let me Let's tell go. you, they win a Super Bowl. You could bust out the Kevin Barlow jersey. Mm-hmm. You could bust out the the Cheeky O'Wanahay jersey. You play any jersey you want. If they win the Super Bowl, this is a judgment-free parade. I am letting you know this right now. You want to point on Alex Smith? Go right ahead. I wouldn't do it, but but be you, Boo Boo.
0: Craig in Mexico, real quick before the injury report. Craig, what's happening, Craig? Down there in Mexico. Oh, Viva Los Mexico!
5: Woo! Woo! Well, I, now, what we say out here is, for, because George Gill just went off. I'm sorry that white boy is all emotionally hungover. I shall provide a
3: narrative. This is for
5: Jason Taylor's sister. Let her hear this because I'm sick of hearing her talk bad about Brock Purdy. Oh. I'm sick of it.
0: What else you got? What else you got, Craig? I'm so
1: confused. Yeah. <laughs>
0: He's a sick I and, feel like Purdy in the, in the first Taylor. half. I'm kind of rattled. <laughs> he might be the first guy in America who said he's sick of Joy Taylor. <laughs> well, he wasn't in America. He's in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, yeah Mexico. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's, a <very laughs> <good
2: point.
0: laughs> That's a very good point. Hey. Well, the first guy in
1: the world who's sick of Joy Taylor. He's to have every bad take in the world. And I'm guaranteed there's a lot of guys out there who ain't sick of Joy Taylor. <laughs> my favorite is when, whenever, because I, I don't follow, but when I it comes across my timeline on my algorithm, I see who else follows and hits the like button. You guys are you some don't. dumb. You don't follow Joy Taylor, no, I do not. Shasky be capping so
0: hard on Instagram. Just look, I just look, and I see who likes, and he's out here busting. Oh, people I'd be out. liking. Oh, yeah, I know you do. I know you do. But here's
1: what I would say, Sam Lubman. How fun was it to come down in that late third quarter and experience Section 327 live and in direct? Oh no, it was a great time. Like, and I did this last year for the Cowboys game too. I got to, you know, I to go down and be in the crowd and hear that because obviously you can't have as much fun up in the press box. So no, it was absolutely lit. I could feel the sections shaking uh, in that fourth quarter. There, it was, it was awesome. That Bud Light Zone. Goes off, unlike it's the closest to candlestick parking lot that you're gonna get in any stadium in America. It's it, it's just one of the great atmospheres of all time. Scary at times, I feel right at home, but God, it's awesome. You know what else is awesome? The injury report.
3: <laughs> It's time for the Injury Report. It
1: really hurt.
3: Brought to you by Boxer & Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm, helping injured workers get their lives back for over
0: 40 years. Well, it's awesome that Boxer and Gerson sponsors the Injury Report. It's not awesome that guys get injured. Including Joy Grillo who suffered his shoulder stinger on a hit with, Salem, hit with Sam Laporte But he came back on the next series and he played his ass off Jawad Jennings was in a concussion protocol briefly Remember he missed three games Due to a concussion earlier this season, he was cleared. He came back into the game and he was getting into it with all type of guys. He was in so many scraps yesterday at Levi Stadium. He's he's a nasty one, Jawan So, but I love him. I love him. And Ambry Thomas was dealing with the ankle injury at the end of the game. None of those injuries were considered serious. Niners heading to Super Bowl fifty-eight against the Kansas City Chiefs. No worries about Debo Samuel. And I don't think there's any worries about Chris McCaffrey. They'll be a full call once the Niners take on the Chiefs in Las Vegas. The injury report brought to you by Boxer Anchors and Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm helping get your workers get their lives back for over 40 years. So it's coming up in a game brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises, your full cost. We're getting to everybody here on the Monster Monday. <sighs> Niners win the AFC Championship game. Largest comeback in title game history. Down 17 at the half. No team had ever done that. Until yesterday, Levi Stadium, with Brock Purdy and the Niners came back and win. Thirty-four to thirty-one. More coming up on the Rust.